Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back to the Graybar Sports on a Sunday morning. Goldschmidt swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Graybar, your distributor for electrical and datacom needs. Billikens win! Billikens win! Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Great to be back with you, and we're joined from CBS Sports. Our old friend Jerry Palm is with us on KMOX. How are you, Jerry? I'm all right. How are you? I'm great. Great to hear from you, pal. And uh, we'll talk a little bracketology, some college basketball. I know you're always breaking down the field, looking at it on a daily basis. Uh, Just friend to friend, what did you think of our teams going up against each other yesterday? Indiana knocks off Purdue. I wouldn't call that an upset necessarily. I mean, those are two longtime rivals. Indiana was favored by a point and a half. Well, yeah, I didn't really think of it as an upset either. Yeah, well, there was a lesson in that game for Purdue, and that is that you can't show up 20 minutes late to anything and expect to win. You know, you you actually have to start playing at the beginning of the game. IU was ready and on fire, and Purdue ended up digging too big a hole and couldn't get out. They did, and they came right back at him, and that second half, Zach Eady was unstoppable. He gets the ball in the paint. It is over. He's a 7-4 center who is on the path to be college basketball's player of the year, isn't he? Oh, yeah. There really isn't a good challenger at this point. Um, You know, uh, Wilson, Jalen Wilson at Kansas is obviously having a great year, and uh, Trace Jackson Davis has come on really strong. Uh, And, uh, you know, those guys will probably be first-team All-Americans, but unless, you know, Zach just falls off in in the the level of production he's, he's giving, I don't see how anybody else is getting the award. I don't either, and which means that not only will he win the Wooden Award, but I think he'll win the Oscar Robertson Trophy, which is awarded by the United States Basketball Writers Association. And here in St. Louis, we do that every year. It'll be April 12th at the Missouri Athletic Club, so I expect the big fella to be here, the 7-4 Zach Eady. I can't wait to tell him that I don't like when he goes up against my team, but I respect the heck out of him. <laughs> I respect the heck out of Purdue, period. I mean, Matt Painter's got some team. It's it's a really well connected team uh, on and off the court, and you can even see it like in the press conference afterwards yesterday when somebody asked Braden Smith about his one and only turnover, but the one at the end of the game uh, that ended up helping to seal it for IU. You know, and so he you know talked about what he saw and, and you know that it wasn't there when he uh, looked for it the second time they uh, uh, ended up getting a steal. And, you know, but Zach E that grabs a microphone and says, look, this was a team thing. You know, I did this, I did that. We all had three or four things we could have done differently and in a game that this close, you know, it's never just one play or one guy. I did see that. So, yep. Yeah. So that's, but that's kind of how this team is, you know, they're accountable to each other. Uh, and uh, just, there's a real genuine chemistry among the entire group that, uh you don't often see. 
I, I hear you. It's a really, really good team. They share the ball really well. They went into a beehive there and nearly came back to beat Indiana. But like, themse- like you said, dug themselves too big of a hole. They were down 16 in the first half. They lose it uh, by a final of 79-74. Tennessee won. Uh, they beat Auburn, number two team in the country, won at 46-43. But they lost earlier in the week, Jerry. Uh, Houston plays today at Temple. Alabama won their game by 10 over LSU. They had lost... Uh, the previous week to Oklahoma, but they've recovered from that. Uh, Arizona's really good. They're number five. Uh, who's the best team in the country? How do you, how do you see this playing out? Uh, on Actually, it's two different questions. Who's the best team in the country, and who do you think will be number one in the AP Top 25? Uh, I have on no Monday? idea about <laughs> the polls. I pay, actually pay, I pay no attention to the polls because they're not part of the bracket process. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not really, you know, I mean, the way they kind of work, Purdue probably won't be number one in the polls, but they'll be number one in my bracket on Monday because they still have the best tournament resume, and they might even be able to take another loss and still be the overall number one. That's how big a cushion they had uh, going into this weekend. Um, I guess it depends, you know, on who they lose to for the for this next loss. But, uh, it, yeah, Purdue's definitely had the best season. Uh, if the tournament were today, they'd be the overall number one, and nobody would question it. I don't know what the polls are going to do. Uh, but, you know, it's hard to say for sure that Purdue is the best team. They're certainly having the best season, and they're obviously a great team. But there would be, uh, just like anything else, it's all about matchups when you get to the tournament. And there are probably teams that would match up pretty well with Purdue, especially, I think, really athletic teams uh, that can, you know, maybe shut down Purdue's perimeter and don't care if that gets, you know, 40 Um and, uh, you know, teams like that might be difficult matchups for Purdue. So there's always there's, – there's no dom- – I mean, Purdue has had a dominant season, but they're, they're not so much better than everybody else that they just can't be had on a given day, as we just saw. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what do you see – and I, I think Purdue, personally, I would still have Purdue as number one. I, I think that's a tough game for them to win. It's, it's a great rivalry game. Uh, they gave it their best go. I don't see Tennessee, Houston, Alabama, Arizona – anybody else better than them. Um, but yeah, like you said, the polls are the polls. Um, who do you see? Right. Uh, who are you sitting on right now? Um, I don't, I don't want to have you reveal your bracket since we still have games today. <laughs> You're not done with it yet. Yeah, exactly. But kind of what have you been, what have you been kind of circling around lately as one seeds? Well, I, um, Purdue obviously is going to be the overall number one and Alabama has had a terrific year. Uh, and then you're looking at teams like Kansas, Texas, Tennessee, Houston, Arizona. Actually, I had Arizona as a one on Monday, and and they won again uh, this week. So uh, you know we'll see how that goes because you know Texas picked up a great win at Kansas State on Saturday, and you know I think Arizona beat Oregon State, which is arguably the worst team in the Pac-12, or certainly in that conversation. So you know it sometimes you can unlike the polls you can win and lose ground uh, because of what other teams are doing around you. And there's a chance that could happen to Arizona this week. Interesting, isn't it, that you see Duke and North Carolina unranked and playing each other in what is considered to be the top rivalry in college basketball. Where do you see, as I skip down to those two, where do you see Duke and North Carolina sitting right now? Well, I had Duke, I think, as a six in Monday's bracket or maybe a seven thereabouts. And Carolina was in the eight-nine game somewhere, and that's just the kind of year they're having. And, and the ACC is down again. You know, it was historically bad last year. I don't know if it's quite that bad this year, 
but you're still looking at one good team. Like last year, that team was Duke. This year, that team's Virginia. And, you know, Virginia might be a four on Monday in my bracket. So at least Duke was in the, you know, two to three range most of last year. Virginia might not even be that high. But there's very teams in the tournament, but they might own the bottom half of the bracket. It's clear that the Big 12 is the best conference right now. You have a lot of Big 12 teams up there. Kansas, uh, at last check, was one of your top seeds. I know Texas is right in there. K-State's had a really good year. Uh, If the Big 12 is the best right now, who's right behind them? There is no right behind them, but the second best is the Big 10. I mean, there's a gap between the Big 12 and everyone else. That, That league has got nine of its 10 teams in the top 50 of the net, and Texas Tech is not that far behind. So there's no Minnesota. There's no Oregon State. There's no Vanderbilt. There's just no bottom to that league. And that, that's why I looked at Kansas's remaining schedule before the, the game they just played uh, at Iowa State. They had nothing but quad one games left on their schedule except a home game with Texas Tech. That's it. They're going to they're gonna play eight more quad one games between now and and the conference tournament. It's, it's just crazy how loaded that league is. And, it, you know, the, the problem with that is you still can't take everybody because you know, somebody's not going to have a good enough record to get picked, and, and results matter. And if you're in a, a really tough league like that, somebody's going to finish 8th, ninth, 10th, and those teams are probably not going to make it. Um, the Oklahoma teams, West Virginia and Texas Tech, are the most likely at the moment, but there's still a month to go and anything could happen. But, yeah, that's a – that's a really difficult league. And I've had six teams in the top 16 of my bracket for about a week or two now. And it's, uh, that, that would be really unusual to have more than four from one league. Wow. Uh, Illinois coming out of the Big Ten, still in a pretty good position as uh, they continue to uh, play out their schedule. They lost to Iowa yesterday. Missouri has had an up-and-down year where they look like a world beater and then they can't hit buckets from the outside or inside in yesterday's case, and they lose to Mississippi State. Where do you see Illinois and Mizzou? Yeah, Illinois is still in pretty good shape. I guess it's, uh, it's a shame the Orange Crush couldn't go. That might have been the difference for them. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Illinois is in pretty good shape. They're in the top 25, 4, 5, 60 kind of team. Uh, probably going forward, that was just probably their ceiling. They just They don't play well together enough to probably make a run at a higher spot in the bracket. Uh, Mizzou's having a really good year, uh, unexpectedly good. I had them as a five before they lost to Mississippi State. They'll probably come down a line or two from that. But, um, you know, this is a team that's, that's, you know, borderline top 25 right now. And uh, I don't know if they can sustain that through the rest of this season. We'll find out. But uh, Dennis Gates' first year is off to a really good start. And then finally, with the A-10 slew, uh, Missouri Valley Conference, Southern Illinois, I'm naming off teams that have of local interest, Missouri State also, uh, taking on Southern Illinois. Uh, the OVC has SAUE, uh, Lindenwood's uh, near the bottom of that, but Southeast Missouri State's been battling. Are those all one-bid leagues uh, in your mind, Jerry? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and the surprise there is that it's the A-10 to one-bid league, because normally, I mean, the Ohio Valley and and lately, the Missouri Valley has been one bid league, but the Atlantic Ten uh, to only be a one bid league is really surprising. They're usually good for three or four teams every year, and they got off to such a bad start in non-conference play, and some some of the better teams had key injuries that that probably hampered that. But there's nothing you can really do about it now. That that's going to be a one bid league, and 
uh, SLU is part of that picture, uh, VCU, maybe Dayton uh, as well uh, as part of, you know, the favorites in that league. I think VCU is at first at the moment. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's it'll be competitive at the top. But it'll be a one-bid league, and then, you know, they're going to have a chance to win their at least their first game, uh, whoever gets in there. Jerry, I appreciate you, pal, more than you know, and uh, you'll probably be getting a call from me as we get closer to Selection Sunday, if not before that. But I really appreciate you joining us. Uh, anytime, Tom. Thanks. Jerry Palm, CBS Sports, with us on Sports on a Sunday Morning, the Gray Bar Sports on a Sunday Morning. We'll be back with John Mosaylock next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 